don't forget we're gonna clap it in. So on three, everyone clap loudly so Matt can know to edit from this point onwards. <laughs> so one, two, three. Am I the only one to do it? Welcome to Always Strikes Last, where we are still working on everything that happens first. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Oh, welcome to yeah, welcome to Always Strikes Last. Uh, this week we got a good podcast lined up for you because uh, recently um, there was a big uh, GW sponsored tournament in Tacoma, the Tacoma Open, the U.S. Open Tacoma, some some sort of combination of those words. And we happen to know at least two cool dudes who were there. Uh, so welcome, uh, Ricky and Charles. Welcome to the welcome, show. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Hey, it's great to have you guys. So, uh, yeah, jumping, jumping right in. Uh, welcome to the podcast. This is Always Strikes Last, the podcast where we talk about Age of Sigmar most of the time. Yeah, sometimes with a, even a competitive <laughs> angle. You know, people like to win games and go to tournaments. But yeah. also hot outtakes, spicy medium that cannot be overlooked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is exciting. So where'd they have it? Where where was the event? And it was oh, in Tacoma. Yeah. <laughs> now, as as a Easterner, please guys confirm for, for us and listeners, like if our understanding of Tacoma is correct, I think of it as a giant, very wet, forbidding forest. Not unlike a dead cold. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's actually um, a suburban wasteland, um, and it it always has an aroma um, oh, yeah. due to um, both uh, kind of stagnant harbor and um, paper mills. <laughs> so, so um, you know, it, it's it's. Uh, often considered part of Seattle if you don't know anything about Washington, but everybody in Tacoma would be offended if you said that to them. So Fair enough. Well, all of our Tacoma listeners, if you're out there, we think you're part of Seattle. I once had someone kind of explain the difference by saying, you know what, I live in Seattle, but I live in Tacoma because I'm not soft. Oh, oh, nice. There's so many stories hidden within that statement. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, so it was held at the Greater Tacoma Convention Center. Okay. But uh, last year we had the U.S. Open Seattle that was also held at the Greater Tacoma Convention Center. So Interesting. They just like it there. Hey, I uh, decided to get the name right this year. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> so it wasn't at like the Tacoma Dome. There wasn't like monster trucks driving around while you guys were playing Age of Sigmar. Uh, nope, Gravedigger was not making a celebrity appearance. Bummer. Man, is that the name always... of a local monster truck? That's amazing. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's the fan favorite. But there's a Scooby Doo nice. truck as well. That's my favorite. Nice. That's. <laughs> I hope you're listening, driver of the Scooby Doo truck. I'll give yeah. you my number. Contact Miles. <laughs> oh my God, there's, there's a whole like rabbit hole there that you know if if there are really region locked monster trucks, they kind of be like a local Mothra or Godzilla type, you know, champion for a region. I just love that. Oh yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know a, a ton about monster trucks, but that's how I understand. That's how I think it works in my head. I hope. <laughs> um. So uh, getting on to the event, so GW doesn't host a lot of these, so they've they've been doing this U.S. Open series 
Uh, I, it was after I moved last year, so I didn't get to go. This is, is that uh, right? This is that, was that just year. a bold-faced lie? Uh, they're doing it, but this is only the second year they've done it in the Pacific Northwest. Ah, uh, okay. I went, uh, the first year they did it, uh, I went to the U.S. Open Austin, um, cause I had some friends in Austin and that was fun. That was the biggest event, uh, AOS event they had ever had at that point. It was like 112 people. And then it's been skyrocketing since cause LVO had like over 300 people this year. So AOS is That's really picking people. up, AOS is really picking up, uh, steam. Oh, absolutely. And, and well, it's and great. Cause, cause it's the best game really. Well, hundred hundred percent. Hence the podcast and all of our endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, is, is this one of the ones where they're giving away a ticket uh, to like the super tournament? If you want it, is that, is, this is one of those, right? The U S open series. Yeah, well, Ricky yeah. won. So yeah, spoiler alert. Figure the man <laughs> to ask is right here. Like, did you get the email? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I I won a golden ticket um, by nice. winning overall. Um, I don't actually know what that means yet, um, but it is my assumption that they will contact me eventually. To, with further details? With further details on how to <laughs> get me out to Atlanta and then uh, play again in November out there. So um, should be should be a pretty fun time, I, I expect. That That's is exciting. so exciting. Well, I mean, not to bury the lead, but congratulations, Ricky, for one, and really excited yeah. to see you know how that goes. Maybe we can do a companion episode in the future about about your adventures uh, in in the big golden ticket tournament. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't expect <laughs> to get far. <laughs> but no, no, but be, none of us get to go, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, <laughs> we need that yeah. insider info. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we turned away at the door. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll probably get uh, eliminated pretty early and then I can just go start taking photos of everything, you know? Nice. That'd be good. You'd be our man of the inside. Get live coverage. <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome. So, Ricky, you took, uh, to, to, in a move surprising no one, uh, Gloom Spike gets with a whole bunch of trogs. Is that what I'm reading? Yeah, that's correct. It was, uh, it was, it was uh, I've been playing trogs um, now for probably well i guess since we came back from pandemic i came back sure. playing trogs and um i uh just keep playing with different lists and keep messing around with it and they they did another big points increase just before this event okay. which um kind of forced even more cuts to to my list like you know when the book first came out there were i got to have cop palooza and i got to have some other fun stuff in there you know so there was actually some model variety but they mm -hmm. keep increasing the points to the point where it's just a super lean kind of boring list to look at but it um seems to have just about everything i need to to do well in most matchups and um I mean, I, I don't think I'm necessarily a very good player. I think a lot of how I did so well was my strength of schedule um, with uh, fought, fighting other brawler armies, which I think trogs tend to be um, a really good <laughs> sure. counter to brawlers and a, and a good offense against brawlers. So I think that that was more just me getting lucky matches than anything else. So. Well, that's okay. Part of it's, I mean, this is a dice game, right? Part of it's luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's see. We got uh, Dankhold Trogboss, Scragrot, Madcap Shaman, some Stabas, two 
are those nine or how 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 do trogoths come? They come in threes, right? So they come in three packs, yeah. So it's uh two two packs of nine. Okay. Um, and I'm pairing them with King's Gits so that if uh if I lose nine, I get five back. Nice, um, nice. Now I like that it rounds up like that. That's yeah, that's handy. It does yeah, it's really great. Um <laughs> the the interesting thing though is that I'm not I don't actually remember if anybody actually killed the full nine at a point that actually mattered in the game. That's what I was going <laughs> to ask. I was, I was looking at him like that nothing, nothing Ricky plays is just going <laughs> to destroy a unit of nine, like one go. It, it does yeah, feel were, like an awful lot of trogs. So I'm not surprised. <laughs> I got, I got a, I got a little shook because Durthu, um, Durthu hit me pretty hard. Uh, one, one round fully souped up Durthu and killed, um, seven of them. But then uh, that's about all he was able to do that whole game. And then, you know, after that, I, you know, I just kept going. And those two trogs, I think I eventually rallied two of them back. So it was nice up to four <laughs> and uh, just kind of kept chugging away. But yeah, two big blobs of nine. So before this list, I'd been running one blob of um, one blob of nine and two of six. Okay. Um, but the, the points increase. Uh, left me at the point where I was either I need to play three sixes or I need to play, um, uh, I need to Tuna, you know yeah. I basically needed to drop one pack up one one three set of trogs to to make up some points, and so I I just was thinking about is like you know what the nine always does so much work let's just see what happens if I just have two nines and kind of force people to to play against them, and then nice. to make up for the board presence I included the Boingrots this time. Yeah, and two units had, of uh, minimum Boingrats. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, nice. just five, and those have proven to just be so good. They're just they just give the list a lot of mobility. Um, they even five of them hit like a truck when they when they mm-hmm. get the charge, and um, so so you know having those guys, um, you know some games I was using them as <laughs> as screens and chaff because. Mm-hmm. I, I used to play with two units of um, stabas, and since I'm down to one unit of stabas, I you know sometimes you got to screen with those guys. The nice thing is sure. that they die, they come back, I get three back. You know, so even you know <laughs> they they tended to die pretty early in some games, and then I'd get those three back, and they would still run around and grab objectives and yeah, because three is great stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, they're yeah. still still pretty strong. Um, so it's a pretty fun list. I managed to cast Blizzard once the whole event. Oh, that's uh, exciting. I still have not been able to cast Blizzard. So uh, good on you yeah. for actually <laughs> making it happen. Yeah. That's that's the My, important thing. Most fun thing. Right. Yeah. Um, I, unfortunately, wow. I think... Um, that same game, my, my um, opponent cast Blizzard on me twice. Um, both times on Trogs. And um, the second time got the enough ones to kill themselves so (laughs) (laughs) um i uh you know and then and then i think with both rounds of blizzard i still think they only killed like three trogs so um it you know really didn't hurt me that much the premises of 46 mortal wounds just uh yeah doesn't doesn't actually uh uh, (laughs) it's not all it's cracked up to be well, I think it can be if you just don't roll a bunch of ones, you know? I mean, well, yeah, fair enough. 
Um, and then I'm excited at the very last little bit here, Ricky, is that you've included the Scuttle Tide, which is the best endless spell in the game. Yes. Um, yeah. For lots of reasons. Um, yeah. And mostly uh, that, that it's adorable. Yeah, spiders. It is because yeah. <laughs> because spiders. Yeah. Um, it is uh, the general's command trait lets me take uh, that spell for free, and it's eighty points of always awesome. Um, there's never been a game where it didn't do a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I played I played Sylvaneth twice the second time. Um, I managed to tag a unit of six bugs, um, killed one bug right away. Then um, I had positioned the spiders so that if they move forward to charge, mm-hmm. they would have to hit the spiders on the move and then on the charge. And um, in so doing, lost two more bugs. So it, you know, they can <laughs> really just chip away at stuff. And, um, and sometimes you roll hot, sometimes you don't, but even then just the, the mind game of messing with your opponent on them is, is pretty fun. So I, th- I think we also, Ricky, have to give some credit to the fact that if there was like a thematic judge wandering around, he would have given like a big chef's kiss moment to you taking down some bugs with spiders. That feels really Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that's, that's awesome. And Charles, you took, uh, let's see, Heed Knights of Slanesh. Yep. There we go. No, no short, no, uh, we're no strangers to, uh, Slanesh over here on this podcast, as you may oh, yeah. be aware. I'm a, I'm a um, fan, fan guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm actually, I'm interested to hear how this went for you because, uh, obviously these guys came out of, uh, AOS worlds looking like the new hotness and, uh, right with bliss barbs being, the most uh overperforming the most popular unit uh in the entire uh event i have to interject real quick always yeah. the hotness miles always the can hotness. they win but can yeah, they win? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but the list looks like uh bellicor contorted epitome infernal rapture in rapturous uh looks like 44 bliss barb archers no one even understands how you assembled that many Mm-mm, impossible uh, some bliss barb seekers, slick blade sleekers, and the boatman, the la la the soul seeker. He's French now. <laughs> He's French now, exactly. <laughs> See, I preemptively brought Laoshan because I knew Laoshan. you wouldn't be able to say it, and I was hoping to get on the podcast. <laughs> this is a shrewd strategy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I uh, I actually have fifty five bliss barb archers assembled. What? That's got to be some kind of a record. I think the reason that they're allowed to perform so well is that no one can build them. And so it's just like, it, it's a gauntlet. Yeah. That's it. I got it. The hardest <laughs> task, or the, the real final boss, was just sitting at that table for five of kids. I love um, them. I love them, but oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So um, the list, uh, Bellacor is very swingy, but very crucial. Um, mm-hmm. And my list is built to really go first. I almost always want to go first. I'm going to alpha shoot down whatever threat I can. And uh, then Balakor hopefully stops me from getting hit back. And if he stops it for one turn, that's great. If I get doubled and he stops it for two turns, that's wonderful. Uh, which is what happened in maybe one of my games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's just uh, 80 shots at Ren 2, 2s and 3s. And then I have my one... Uh, real hammer which is the 10 slick blades which can throw out like six attacks each ren okay. two or ren three um 
it's it's just a lot of dice. I'm pretty much doing a lot of dice at Ren 2 or Ren 3, which uh, unless you have a two-up save base, it's going to go through. I don't know uh, if I could kill a unit of nine trogs in one turn, but I think I could just barely. Um, just to get hit that sounds like the, a challenge Ricky. just to get hit with the other unit of nine <laughs> drugs and die because I'd have no defense everything has a five up save in my army unless they're bliss Bob archers and they have a six up um, oh, yeah. so uh, the real threat in my army though is uh, is that contorted epitome with Horfrost and Laoshan because the contorted epitome um, has a command trait that's plus one uh, damage, plus one rend on his attacks. Okay. I gave mm-hmm. plus one to wound on his nine attack profile as the artifact. Mm-hmm. And if I get Horfrost off, I'll put uh, three rend on that attack. So he'll have nine attacks, twos and twos, rend three, two damage, and two attacks, uh, essentially twos <laughs> and threes, uh, three rend, three damage. Moving 30 inches and charging with the boat, uh, and it ignores mortals on a two. You can't issue commands within three of it. You can't retreat within three of it. Um, so it is just a beast. It could take out, it, it has taken out any foot hero that I've thrown it into that someone has left out just not knowing that I can do sure. that. That's fantastic. Charles, did you give a blizzard to the contorted or is the blizzard anywhere present in the list? The blizzard, no, the contorted is not a wizard. Uh, wait, yes, it is. I gave Horfrost to the Contorted. <laughs> uh, Horfrost, because I only have uh, him or them and Bellacor in the list. And, and Bellacor's so, not allowed. Right? Oh, Bellacor right, can't yeah. take it. So yeah, so the Horfrost had to go on the Contorted, which is very nice because it's a two-caster and the um, the Pretender's spells kind of suck. And so that, and then the Infernal Enraptures sadly didn't do a lot this tournament because I played Corn twice and uh, I played KO, which didn't have wizards. And so just really not a lot of utility out of that, sadly. Oh, that's unfortunate. But then it's just like you're bringing her almost exclusively for her harp shot. Yep. <laughs> which is nice for uh, Death by a Thousand Cuts, which is a battle tactic where I have to damage an enemy unit with three units. But there we go. Yeah. That's like we're uh, hotly debating the the benefits of no myriad uh, over here for the OBR because like how often do you really go up against someone that's got hard offensive magic? Mm, well, yeah. right. Like there's a lot of buffs out there, and those are great, but the no myriad does nothing about buffs. You know, <laughs> I so I I did play no myriad not at this GT but at the Hokum GT that um, mm-hmm. that Matt hosted. Uh, like a month or two ago i don't know when it was um and i did go against null myriad and having uh all of my buffs that target the enemy unit shut down really sucked because i i can give like plus one to wound against the unit i'm firing at nope oh sure gone so you have Mm -hmm. you have a kind of a it's a buff that targets i see i see it's a debuff technically like a debuff yeah so i have a bunch of debuffs that i can do in my army that i just couldn't do and that's interesting but that's fair enough I mean, I don't think we can overlook the, you know, that the Blizzard Wizards, the Magic Kazis are yeah. here. They weren't here a month ago for your yeah. no myriad yeah. debating. But yeah, no, that's that, that's for sure. But it's interesting. Is it better than minus one to wound is the real question, you know? Very good question. On everything. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. So, um, so I, I'm curious a little bit, guys. You know, you're at Tacoma, you know, really on two fronts. Presumably. One, 
Yeah, I think they're probably playing there, especially yeah. <laughs> or, or some serious Allegedly. magic happened. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the um, but I'm really curious both kind of what your guys takes around the event, you know, as maybe like a games workshop, you know, GT versus the kind of the more standard ones we see being run elsewhere. Because I, I did hear that there were some differences or variations that made it a little bit interesting. And also kind of what your what your path was, like, what did you guys play in order how to go? You know, what did you feel was like the thing that brought you through or the, or the thing that held you back? I mean, Ricky, I know that you went all the way through and we're sort of alluding to this earlier with strength of schedule. But I know all of our listeners out there want to know the deal. Yeah, they uh, want to they want to make this happen for them, you know, uh, well, really. Think, the, yeah. So well, go, go for it. Yeah, Ricky. no, I, I think um, as far as um, the first part of the question where uh, was it a good event? Yes. Um, G G Dub came out last year. They did. Uh, they hosted a really great event last year, um, and we, you know everybody that went gave them the feedback that if you guys came, if you guys come back to Tacoma, we're gonna we're gonna be bigger. We're gonna have more people here, and that's what happened. They came back, and I think it was probably twice the size of last year. Nice. So um, you know, props to G Dub for coming back, and um, you know. <laughs> Thank you, G-Dub, for, for recognizing that the West Coast of the U.S. does exist and that uh, the, <laughs> the Northwest is the best part. So There you go. Uh, there we go, Colin Throne. Um, and <laughs> then the second part of the question, um, you know, it was there, w- there was some, some um, last-minute changes in uh, – because there were so many attendees in AOS, um, there, there was the potential of, of – getting to the end of the event and there being, I think, um, I think four possible five O's with only one golden ticket and they, you know, and then of course there's tiebreakers and all of that, but there's also the potential that you could have two or three perfect players. Um, you know, those five O's could both be perfect with only one golden ticket. So then how do you, how do you, you know, break that up. So they last kind of, kind of last minute announced that they were going to do a a shadow round Saturday night with um, the top players playing a shadow round um, that would uh, kind of help filter those guys some more, kind of force some, some uh, lost records into the top players. Um, Interesting. But that that shadow round was the tiebreaker, not the not part of your normal tournament record. So if you were if you were three one or three o sorry three o on the end of day one and a high three o, um, sure, you got stuck into this bracket. And I think it was um, I don't remember. I think it was like twelve or something of us. I don't really. Remember. Charles will probably remember more because I think he he pays attention to that stuff more than I do. Mm-hmm. I kind of I just <laughs> I let Matt Beasley tell me where to be and what to where to stand. And he's so good at that too. And, you yeah, know, he's like he's and um and so the the shadow round um was you know of course you've already played three games. You're very tired and you're gonna you find yeah. out you find out your reward for winning three games is you have to stay and play a fourth um, was a, was a little uh, frustrating for some people. Um, sort of a congratulations, no dinner. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> note, and here's, here's where GW really stepped up. They actually um, brought dinner in for those people. Oh, so, that's really cool. Yeah. So GW, um, 
they were they were consummate hosts. They really were. I think the event was very well run. There was beer service uh, that was walking around. There's a food there's food service right in the in the uh, place, and then it's downtown Tacoma where there's actually. Um, a thriving restaurant scene. So you could pop out and get food. Um, lunches were an hour, which is just long enough to go do what you need to do and, mm-hmm. um, and get back. So, um, yeah, the, so for me, um, I, I was dreading that I had accidentally gone three Oh day one and that I was going to have to play in the shadow round. Cause I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I was exhausted. And, sure. Uh, you know, I was like, well, I'm, I'm probably going to make so many mistakes, but then they, they round us, rounded all of us up and they started going through and just verifying everybody's scores. That was another thing that GW was very good about was that those, mm-hmm. those top players, they were verifying scores every time they were entered. Um, and turns out that the top of the top didn't have to play the shadow round. Those were the ones that, uh, didn't qualify and it was the lower of the top that would have to play shadow rounds against each other and i managed to (laughs) to just skate by nice because uh, up to that point i hadn't dropped any battle tactics or lost my grand strat so um it it just worked out that i had kind of a perfect record and that that's what got me through um (laughs) got me from having to play that night so i was able to actually go out to dinner and relax um, and then a couple of the club <laughs> members had to stay and play. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, it was kind of, it was hard. Um, you know, the, the fact that they needed to do that extra tiebreaker made sense. Oh, yeah. Um, had GW known that they were going to get this many AOS players, they might've done it as a three day event, like they do with 40 K. Um, mm-hmm. and I, you know, maybe that's what they'll do in the future. Um, because the shadow round was pretty hard on those top players. Um, sure. And I, mean, I know everybody's like violin for the top players who have to play four games <laughs> in a day, but um, no, 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 no. Four games in a day is madness. Yeah. It's, we all love the game, but we don't love it quite that much. So, yeah. um, and you know, it's just so interesting about it is, is being in the middle too. Right. I mean, if it was okay, you played your five games and you're five out, then there's like a further round. You've already achieved it, but you burned all your focus to get to that point. I mean, the mm-hmm. fact you do it after day one, sort of like you could be on a roll. That could really trip you up. You could be three out day one and zero two day two if, if I don't know if your shot around messed you up or something. Yeah. Nothing that would likely yeah. happen to anybody in that bracket. <laughs> no, I think the thing that messed me up, so I actually lost my um fourth game and that so I finished with a four one. Mm-hmm. And then was able to be the high, the highest of the four ones or second highest. I don't remember. Um, and that was just, just good enough with my paint scores to, to grab me the, the overall, but. I mean, well, your paint scores are out of this world, Ricky. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, yeah, it was kind of funny. Uh, I'll talk, talk about that in a second, but um, I think the thing that lost me game four was we were pulling into the garage in the morning and um we had already kind of figured out that the pairings were going to be um me playing against one of uh the lemoys um most likely jeremy and um that uh stark was likely going to have to play the other lemoy um whichever one stark is one of our club mates Mm -hmm. and so we're pulling into the garage and we saw uh, the Lemoy standing by the pay station to, to pay for their parking. 
And Matt unrolls the window and screams, you're going down, Lemoy's. <laughs> <laughs> and just totally jinxed me. So, oh, <laughs> no. When I got to the table, I was making every possible mistake. Jeremy was playing perfect. And the combination was like I, I dropped three tactics. Um, and Oof. just I, I was just having a rough morning. I managed to go to lunch, shake it off, and come back and play a perfect game again um, for that last round. But. Yeah, it's, it was rough. <laughs> it's so nice. wild when you get to these events that you can just like, so I know how to play the game. We all know how to play this game. Yeah. And yet I will get to some event and I'll have something going on in my brain and I'll like forget to do a heroic action or forget to declare my battle tactic or whatever. Exactly. And then I'm scrambling and I pick something stupid and I totally throw the like, yeah, uh, yeah. throw the battle. It was like, that's an easy battle tactic. There's no way I should have thrown that, you know? Exactly. That's exactly what happened. I, I knew that I was going to decide who went first because I was one drop, which is very mm-hmm. unusual for me. I'm, I've never played one drop before. Um, and and so I knew if I just put my Boingrots out on the flank, I could get that easy tactic, right? Did I put my Boingrots out on the flank? No. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then after... Uh, after I made him go first, he just moved things into dispel range. So I lost the two easy turn one. Tactics. Oh no. And I was like, Oh, why did I do that? I knew <laughs> what I was supposed to do and I just didn't do it. Oh, you know, that's and awful. there's game, there's games where you just totally forget and just do stuff like that. And, um, and so I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to try to cast one spell. Cause I have a primal die. Let's just hope I get it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, rolled a one plus, I think, you know, I think a five or a six. So it wasn't, it wasn't a, a total, you know, total loss, but I was like, well, now I have to roll a primal dice with a one sigh. Sure. So I had to roll, uh, roll it, roll the one, got the primal miscast. So oh God. Drag primal miscast. Didn't kill him, uh, thankfully, but, um, cause it, you know, he's set up to kind of take that and only take half damage. He took sure. two wounds, mm-hmm. but then um, you're stuck on maybe your mad cat shaman trying to cast a spell. Oh yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, there was not, there was nothing. I bricked the tactic at that point. Well, you you know why you rolled the one, right? Yeah. It's because you weren't using your squig dice. There we go. New player has (laughs) entered the game. (laughs) It's Matt. Oh man. Um, Welcome. Welcome Matt to to your own podcast. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for having me, uh, Charles and Ricky. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> we were we were just going through uh the potent combination of factors that make game four real tough sometimes amongst other games where we can be mentally not ourselves <laughs> yeah yeah i was i was listening in waiting for the time to strike and um nice. it was just really interesting uh ricky hearing your breakdown um it's amazing like the uh i'm gonna do it divertus of course with the diatribe for a second uh but it's really amazing to kind of hear how much um competitive play uh is is different as compared to the other game that shall not be named uh which i've been taking a little bit of part of lately uh (gasps) just to digest um it's it's really nice to hear the the decisions or (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the lack of them, um, you know, are are influencing the game uh, as much as they are. And even just an off day, what the, was that a hard loss for you, Ricky? Oh yeah. That one was a pretty, that, that was a major loss for me. Now, um, 
you know, it was against Jeremy, who um, is always one of my favorite opponents. Um, and we end up playing almost every event because they go to almost every event. The mm-hmm. Lemoy brothers do. Mm-hmm. And um, we always seem to get paired at least, um, if not one or both, it's usually both of them. Um, nice. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, even though I was losing, I was having a good time. I think he was having a good time. Um, and you know, I was trying to give him a bloody nose for it, but there, there was, um, there was no way I, I kind of could have called it, um, after turn three, when I, I lost my second tactic, um, and he had already had three perfect scores. So, um, mm. we, we knew the game was over. He had won it. Um, we just kind of kept playing to, to have some fun. Um, so yeah, yeah. they're, they're a lot of fun. They are great players. Shout out to them, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the most hilarious part to me about those two is that they always end up playing each other at a tournament as well. Yeah. Right. And I love and, uh, it. I love <laughs> it because, uh, as soon as they get paired, you can walk over and you can see the, uh, the disappointment face. <laughs> But it's their own fault because they're both just as good. So, uh, you know, one of them's going to have to step down a little bit. That's that's all I have to say about that there. Yeah, they practice. They do all their practice games against each other because, you know, they're out in Wenatchee, which is um, very, very far away from from all civilization. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a number of, uh, you know, sort of uh, Warhammer duos in, in the area where you, like they always get paired like. I remember um, uh, years ago, like Matt, you'd get paired into Hannah and be like, really? Do I have to play? Like, I know how this goes. We don't have to play this game. Yeah. 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 Uh, great. It's yeah, always kind good. of the best, though. Like little mini Highlander <laughs> games going on each, each tournament, each series of events. Yeah. Recurring grudge matches. You yeah. Love it. So, um so last one was a loss how was i was or sorry your uh your second to last game was a loss how was your last game uh it was uh, it was great it was against uh sylvaneth um uh, another mat um like the meta needs more of them. so many mats yeah what's um, up with yeah. that hey uh, i went by bob for like four years <laughs> Try playing in a band with another Matt. You, you yeah. go by different names. Uh, but he's uh i think it, it was another um he uh, a new player, um, I think to AOS, I don't think he's a new player in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might've been playing 40 K or something, uh, before, mm-hmm. um, somebody in our club had played against him at a, at a small, uh, event over in Bellevue and, mm-hmm. um, had said he was great. And I agree. He was absolutely great. Um, as a new player, um, being in that top bracket as a new player, um, this was his second tournament and the first, you know, enormous one uh he's got a lot of promise playing sylvaneth no uh yeah. less, which, which is say. <laughs> which is hard to use in a high skill cap and sylvaneth without durthu he's actually using two packs of bugs which is even harder to use i think wow so, um yeah he was uh it was really good but those bugs just um you know it's like it's like bugs on a windshield when they when they hit hit trogs you know he's he would buff them up fly into hit trogs kill two trogs and um and then, and then strike and fade and not be on objective um and it was i don't remember charles do you remember that last um battle plan i don't remember which one it was but i think uh, it was pretty low no reward without risk so wizards explode i think 
Right. This is the wizards explode and you can deploy as close as you like. Yep. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yes. And, and so because of that, like I was able to start the game with my trogs on objective. Nice. Um, oh, oh, very cool. And Ouch. then, and then have my stabas screening them. So his first turn was spent just trying to kill stabas. Um, and then because of, you know, Trixie removal, I was able to just, you know, keep removing stabas in a way that he wasn't ever able to, you know, pile in again um, to where he really wanted to be. Um, and, and, you know, it hurt. So <laughs> it was, I set it up expecting to, um, uh, playing for the double, even though I made him go first, if I remember right, mm-hmm. or no, we were both one drop and I think he made me go first, but I set it up to play the double and he's like, okay, I want you to go ahead and take the turn. And um, I was already deployed perfectly for the double. So I just said, okay, my turn's done. Five points. Let's go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> my uh, my stabas were already uh, 20 models uh, within, within nine of the central objective. And my trogs nice. were standing on the other two. And I, I didn't even need to move. My mages were right where I wanted them. So it was, it was just super easy. Nice. Gotta be the fastest turn ever. For I, I did one of those to a guy. I was playing my Nurgle, I think, and yeah, and it was just like, all right, cool. I retreat everything out of combat. Uh, we stand here on the objectives that we were on. I'm gonna roll all your, we'll roll all your contagion points or your disease points rolls, and uh, that's the turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Sounds about right. So, so Ricky, you were saying that you know dust settled. Floor one, but then mm-hmm. uh, the painting got it for you. And I, I can definitely believe it because if, if anyone's ever seen Ricky's models, they are gorgeous. I mean, if, if those are dank, I don't want to be dry. That's all. That's yeah. That <laughs> yeah uh, so, yeah, the I guess uh, the painting um, painting was fun. It, it was um, Matt Beasley had borrowed. Um, I, I probably have enough uh gets now for for three or four armies so he borrowed um he borrowed some of mine so he could play squig the squig uh list he wanted boingrots nice oh i saw that yeah yeah, yeah i saw that had, in the in the standings yeah so he had a, a a big blob of 36 squigs and um 15 boingrots and he was playing that um, so I painted up before this event. That's what I was painting. I painted the Boingrots that he used and I used and, and a Scragrot for him to use. Um, and then like the Friday, the, the, bef- <laughs> the day before the event, I made a super quick display board, um, which was just like the base of the display board. And then we took a bunch of my goblin terrain and we just stuck it on with blue tack. <laughs> called nice. It and uh so <laughs> For, he, en- he ended up winning um second best painted with that army um and then <laughs> uh, so, oh, uh, so uh and kieran got uh got best painted i think uh for the uh for the whole paint category um so yeah so it was <laughs> it's kind of kind of an, an interesting the, the second my second string army got the uh got the, the best place. painters nice. and I, yeah. and I know he just said it but for those who are listening that that may not get the gravity of how ricky just explained it like the fact that he put you know he just plopped some terrain on the display board right that's the best display board on the east coast that was made in the past what 
How long has it been since you've made your uh, dungeon display board, Ricky? Oh, it's been um, yeah, it's probably forever been, ago, right? Yeah, ten ten years ish. Yeah. So, so Ricky just plopping that stuff down is literally like, oh yeah, this is now going to be in Warhammer World behind in a display case. Good, <laughs> um, and he won't he won't admit to it. But him just saying, yeah, we'll plop down this terrain means uh, yeah. some blue tech. Yeah. <laughs> This I, is I can now the it. best. <laughs> so. a, a casual masterpiece makes it look easy for the kids at home, but it is yep. it is very good. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are too generous. Too generous. <laughs> Just wanted to inter- I, I needed to interject yeah, yeah, yeah. because I knew he was going to talk it down. So you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, that's uh, really awesome, and I I would love to see pictures of of the the second place. Uh, <laughs> painting army there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I, um, I have some quick pics i took of the boing Grots and scrag rat but um, nice. I, i'll i'll shoot the whole the whole thing here at some point soon and uh, get some nice. pictures out to people to check them out please do so if we ever get our yeah, patrons yeah. set up maybe we'll we'll include those there too for people to have as a reference <laughs> yeah so so uh so Charles, we've waxed poetic about Ricky's uh <laughs> mastermind strategy here of having eighteen trogs. Um nineteen. How did it ni- nineteen <laughs> trogs? I stand corrected. Nineteen how did it trog. Go, how did it go for you and all and uh all un uh the unassemblable bliss barb cohort? Was it a blissful experience? It it was. I, I went three and two, losing my first and last match. Uh, is, well, you know, win more than you lose. That's kind of all you can hope for, right? Yeah, yeah. I um I placed I think twenty eighth overall, although in the app twenty sixth out of like ninety nine <laughs> players. Uh, oh, the cool. app. Uh, just speaking to how wonderful these tos were, the best coast pairing app, which is used for you know most major tournaments, mm-hmm. um, with Warhammer, just wasn't working. And so okay. you had to put all your scores in through the web page. And for the final pairing, the uh, even the web page wasn't pairing. So it instead of pairing people according to where they should have been, it was just matching everyone to their same faction. So like Hedon Knights would have been playing Hedon Knights, KO would have been playing KO. Um, <laughs> Interesting. And so they had to manually on the phone with BCP do every single pairing, not in the top cut. Oh, and they man. did it in like 20 minutes. It was, oh it was my God. wonderful. That um, is, there was no a, delay at all. They, there was no delay at all. Yeah. This is why you don't skimp on your servers, by the way. Just totally <laughs> derail that. But geez, wow. That's like yeah. that LVO debacle all over again, huh? I remember those, those 40K players not starting for like two or three hours the last time that thing went down. That's nice. I did not see a lot of happy faces that day, if I recall yeah. correctly. But that's excellent. Good job to all the TOs from GW. Yeah, they, um, it was really nice. Uh, even like, uh, it's nice having multiple TOs for the event because I went mm-hmm. in with questions about the new H- GHB and all those things. And I, and I asked them before the event and they said, you know what, we'll talk about it and get back to you. And like four TOs had this roundtable discussion on what the rule as written was and how mm-hmm. things work like that. And it was it was just amazing as an experience. They were very professional and very efficient. Um, no, having a having a, a group of TOs wandering around is so useful, especially in those big events. I mean, I uh, I asked a TO at Worlds how to use a garrison. 
<laughs> well, and she knew all the rules. I was like, hey, is this how this works? She's like, oh, yeah, you get that's how you do it. Cool. I was like, <laughs> uh, cool. well, there are no rules. You pretty much just make up your own for a goddamn garrison. Uh, hey, man, I, will, it's, I don't play with garrisons that often. <laughs> I will say that my uh, my third game, there was a TO watching from like turn three to turn five. Mm-hmm. And I was getting so nervous because I was like, am I doing something wrong? Did I fuck something up in the, in the scoring somewhere? Why is this TO just sitting at my table and should be mm-hmm. running around? It's because he was friends with the guy I was playing against. And so he just wanted to see the game and make fun of him if he lost. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> much, much better scenario. There. I, had, I had no idea why this TO was there and I didn't want to bring it. You're all sweating. You're yeah. like, well, what was happening to me? Did I mess up? Um, but just going through kind of my, my strength of schedule, um, my first game was against Mirkos Soulblight. Okay. And, uh, I, I just, I cannot stress enough how it was geomantic pulse. So the player who goes second, second round chooses where the objective starts Mm -hmm. and that made the game because, uh, turn one, I Bellacord Radiker. Uh, so the big beast, uh, monster, in soul blight and rolled a two each time. So Bellacor did nothing. Bellacor got into my lines and just destroyed it. Um, and so I had to take top of two, which means that he chose the objective far away from me. If Radiker didn't get into my lines that first turn, I would have chosen to go second and I would have won on points because I was just on one side of the table. And so just an excellent kind of, uh, example of how this the new missions in the new 8GHB really make it a decision to choose going first or second. You you don't want the double for most of these uh, missions now. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I almost feel like the the game as it is now, um, you you want to be going second and you never want to take the double. Uh, you're like I, I don't care if I got that priority. It's <laughs> I'm, st- yeah, I'm not yeah. going. I'm not going again. It just seems um, seems like going no. second is such a benefit now. I love us. that so much. I love <laughs> that so much. All of us high drop armies are all just sitting around me like, okay, what's the earliest we could possibly suffer a double turn? You know, so we can get back <laughs> on this second second train. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> It's a brand can I, new how do I trick them into double turning me on two? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how can you play into it, right? Yeah, yeah. no, that exactly. Thing, right? so. But uh, yeah, so I didn't win that one um, just because, and I completely blame Bellacor. Uh, <gasps> I needed to stop his movement, his charges, or his combat, and I rolled a two each time. For those that don't know, uh, for Bellacor, if you roll a three up, you choose a unit. And if you roll a three up at the start of each phase, they can't do anything mm-hmm. that phase. So if he couldn't move, he wouldn't have been in charge range. If he couldn't charge, he would have been in combat range. If he mm-hmm. couldn't fight, it, he wouldn't have killed my plus barb seekers. Um, so, yeah, I just yeah, that hurt. And then I, I couldn't come back from it. Uh, I played the next list, which was 83 blood letters. That's the entire list. It was 80 blood letters. And then two blood letters on foot and one blood letter on throne. I don't know what their names are, but that's what they were. That's okay. hilarious. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's someone that's like who the, saw that model range and said, I know what I like. <laughs> um, blood letter on throne. Now I got to look this up. Like, it, it, it's like the, the, I don't know what it is. It's the, it's the alternate build for the cannon kit. Yeah. Uh, it has, 
it has a prayer that brings back like D6 blood letters to a unit. <laughs> and so his whole thing was just bringing guys back, which sadly didn't really work out well for me because I just uh, I just murdered units for the most part. I got gotcha. you. Um, but very oh, nice wow. player. Uh, very good game. And it was fun to just go into these, you know, 60 wound blocks of blood letter. Um, my real MVP was the contorted epitome who um, ignores mortal wounds on a two up. And he had the sub faction where if he charges, he does mortal wounds on a five or six to hit. And that ends the sequence. But because I was minus one to hit, uh, which is a Slanesh sub or Slanesh rule, he was mm-hmm. only hitting me on fives and sixes. So he was only doing mortal wounds to my contorted epitome. He was shrugging them on two ups. So I shrugged probably 80, 90 attacks with my seven wound hero just because I kept rolling two ups. Nice. <laughs> You know what the moral of this story is? Is stop letting Bellacore let you down. <laughs> I, Bellacore had another no contorted epitome. Uh, I do that's have fair. Bellacore I'm excited. I didn't target. realize this unit existed. This Herald of Corn on Blood Throne. That's uh, that's a new one. I like that these. I like that the the blood letters in front are even trying to pretend that they're pulling it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen They're that just one leaning real really far over and trying right? to let gravity do the work. They're I doing mean, like a Mad Max motorcycle type thing, and I dig it. I'm here for it. Yeah, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. So Charles Court probably, let you down probably the most uh, hysterical thing that ever happened to me as I was playing Matt Beasley when he was playing um, Legion of the First Prince, mm-hmm. and I was playing Kragnos. And he uh, bellicored Kragnos and failed every yep. turn. And so Kragnos just hit his army and destroyed him. <laughs> and Bellicord did nothing. <laughs> that's that's just what he does. It's sometimes like, it just critical. doesn't work. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it just doesn't uh, work. For my extra bad now because it should be so reliable with the multiple phases to get it right. <laughs> just yep. hold up three at once. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> yep. So Bellacore did work for me for the next game, thankfully. I was against Corn again, and it was just like uh, Scarbrand and a bunch of Bloodthirsters and some chaps. Nice. And I Bellacored Scarbrand, um, and he doubled me, and so it stopped Scarbrand two turns, and that's that's all I needed. Um, yeah. Fair and enough. I'm my uh, something I didn't talk about is my grand strategy is just to not summon. So if I don't summon, I get my grand strategy. So nice. as long as I can keep up on battle tactics and, and manage, you know, minimum points, I, I, I'll typically win. Um, to deny him his grand strategy, I just had to run around with Bellacore because his was to kill all wizards. And so the very end of the game, round five, it's Bellacore in the corner and Scarbrand and this like Wrath of Corn Berserk uh, Bloodthirster like nine inches away not able to make their charge into me um, which was just nice. very fun <laughs> as I just fleed that's uh, funny <laughs> just um, Benny Hilled it all around yep. the board. that's amazing <laughs> that's the way to do it I turned great. three I saw what was happening I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna hit that corner and I'm gonna hide behind this this forest uh, like not really because you can't but still yeah. Was that the difference too, Charles? On no, it wasn't. I I had him turn three. It was just to deny him his grand strategy for points. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I just Lanesh trolling. Yeah, I got very lucky. That was so. That was the ice field. So uh, if you run, you take D three mortals, or if you roll a one in your charge, you take D three mortals. And my army runs and shoots, or runs and charges. And so I, uh, I, I had a very slow turn one. 
because I didn't want to take the mortals. But I was still, I just, I killed his chaff and then I was slowly able to go through and, and take everything out that I needed to. Am I right in that one? Uh, it, it's if you run, you're definitely taking at least one mortal, yes. right? You're taking, yeah, yeah okay. Um, and my squads of 11 can't really take three mortal wounds and be yeah, fair enough. with their bravery of like five or six. Um, yeah, trogs don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run all day. <laughs> trogs, are, oh. trogs are getting leg day on that mission. Yeah. My uh, my turn f- or my round four was against Nurgle, and probably had my favorite moment, which is I took top of one, and with all my shooting and some of my attacks, I was able to take the Glotkin off the table turn one. Nice. Which is uh, yeah. not what the opponent player thought would happen. He he also I, I think it was one of his. Not his first game with Nurgle, but he he normally plays a different army. Uh, so they didn't they didn't best day ever because they just weren't expecting it. Huh? Yep, yep. Um, he he thought okay maybe I'm left with like two three wounds, but no I I got him I got him down to two with shooting and then I charged in the slick blades uh to to kind of do that and then without Glotkin on the table, there wasn't a lot to really hit me back with. Yeah, how many points is Glotkin? Isn't it like six hundred? He's six hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually used him in that mission where wizards blow up, <laughs> and so uh, because he's got twenty wounds, it's every unit within twenty inches of him when he dies, and so Amazing. the whole board took D three mortal wounds. That's <laughs> wonderful. That's very I, uh, fun for that week because we had that was uh, wasn't that number four or that was that four number? yeah yeah uh, no it was number five when people were blowing up oh yeah five was the people uh, blowing when we played that one there uh there was a cascade that happened um i believe oh, no. uh uh dale um from uh up in canada dale uh was playing a zinch player i i don't have the whole details i wish he was here to sure. tell the story because it would be so good to to get um but apparently playing zinch killed one uh i, I actually think they might have actually miscast and killed themselves okay and um and it cascaded and killed every other character like every other because um, they character. kept exploding and dudes doing d3 mortal <laughs> yeah, wounds yeah oh, that's wonderful yeah. And, they... yeah and it was just <sighs> they ended up killing all of themselves <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. beautiful <laughs> and uh and i think it happened on turn two and so then they just called the game and dale oh headed, my God. headed home to canada early because oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh my god! And then uh, game five, I was against KO, and I'm fine against the shooting KO, but the mm-hmm. just like mass balloons, I, I got nothing for it. They're fast. They they just do run two two damage sure. into my Oof. my paper yeah. thin units. Um, the the Zach Kennedy all Endrin riggers KO. Yeah, and mm. uh, so it was. I would have been fine. If one, I didn't forget my battle tactic turn one and just it was more units outside my territory and I just forgot it. Um, And so I'm starting off with like two points and he comes in and I'm doing fine. And then he makes this 11 inch charge with his six engine riggers into my big unit of bliss barbs. Uh, Right. It was 11 inch on 3d6. So it was average. Um, Okay. And gets rid of my big unit of bliss barbs and then double turns me. And cleans up everything else. So going into bottom of two, I had Bellicor, my Infernal and Rapturous, and 11 Blissbarb Archers. 
which is like 600 points stuff. Oh, wow. against <laughs> essentially 1800 points is what he still had. Yikes. Uh, and I, I just couldn't do anything. It was, uh, I failed my next battle tactic. I failed the battle tactic after that. And then, then we were done. It's, it's also insanely demoralizing to have a bunch of stuff killed by little dudes with balloon backpacks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> just goofy looking floating all around my, yeah. uh, my overwatch killed three of the six. And I, I, if I killed one more, they wouldn't have wiped my squad and would have been stuck and everything would have been better, but just now. Cause they just got double attacks between the last book and this book. They literally just doubled their attacks characteristic. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, from one to two, but like, still, I was going to say previous (laughs) book, they were like, why are we even looking at these? Right. (laughs) Yeah. I (laughs) mean, it was like, wow. And they have balloons. This is the perfect (laughs) choice. One attack and a balloon for a backpack. (laughs) That's, that's something else. Yeah. It is also very demoralizing when you bring the bow to the gunfight. (laughs) The gunfight wins. So what was your record then, Charles? You, you I were... went three and two, but I was a I was a very high three and two because I only lost the first one by one point, mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I think I got almost, if not all, of my battle tactics for except for anything but the last game. So I I, w- I did pretty well. Like of so, uh, there a lot of people came from out of town for this tournament, which was wonderful. Like it was maybe forty people from the area and sixty people mm-hmm. from out of state. Yeah, there were um, a lot, and most of us got our butts kicked by the people from out of state. Oh um, no. Well, there's only like 10 people, man, 10, 15 people from the local area in the top 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, uh, yeah, no, it was really nice. Um, so I'm just taking it as a okay thing or like a prideful thing that amongst the people I normally play, I did okay against. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you, you did great. You know, th- three, two, high, three, two is very solid. And then um, just talking about kind of the shadow pairing, it's someone went five and oh and placed ninth because of how they sure. did their top bracket. Um, and part of that goes to two people just didn't want to play four games. And so they conceded their points. One being uh, John Z who's, who's just uh, didn't want to play, um, but probably would have done really well in that shadow round. And I don't know the other individual. I'm assuming the person who placed ninth, um, Benjamin Hoshking. Okay. Um, but he went five and zero oh, and is placed ninth because of the, how they did the shadow realm top cut against. Okay. So uh, the two people who placed seventh and eighth went three and two and they placed above the person who went five and zero, oh, uh, which is just. Yeah. So that's a little wonky. wonky that is yeah. really yeah. interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see kind of the math in the back end or how that, that worked out, but three and two really. So yeah. That, yeah, it kind of meant you had to, and and I don't know how many people realize this going into the event. Um, it meant that your day one had to be perfect if you wanted a chance. Um, Interesting. Otherwise, you you know, if you had one bad game on day one, you just you know, or even not not completely perfect game, you probably weren't gonna yeah weren't gonna make it because yeah. Well. Yeah. Hopefully next time they, you know, it sounded like it was a Band-Aid that they were trying to throw on last minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like many Band-Aids, uh, doesn't work all that well. 
Uh, one thing I will say, which was kind of frustrating. So this is the first GT with the new GHB. Mm-hmm. Um, like two weeks beforehand, they sent out an email saying, hey, we know the rules cutoff is before it's technically available, but we're going to use the new GHB. And then two days later, they submitted the Battle Scroll update and they said, hey, since the Battle Scroll update is technically before the cutoff date, we're including it because that cutoff date really meant something at that point. And then hmm. the day before, they said, hey, we have so many players, we're doing a Shadow Realm uh, or Shadow Round. And so each, like for the two weeks beforehand, they kept making changes through email. Wow. And you had point changes, you had rule changes, you had everything. If I wasn't checking my email or if I didn't have the new GHB leaks ahead of uh, like when they came out on PDF or whatever it was, sure, you would Through have exactly we have one no week. idea how that worked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would have exactly one week to mm-hmm. uh, create a new list with new points, paint up whatever you needed to do if yeah. you needed to add stuff. And then hopefully it works in the new GHB. I mean, that's essentially what I did. And it worked. So. <laughs> you had it. Okay. You painted I mean, someone else's army in that one week. Well, I painted 15 models in that army and 10 in mine, but uh, or 16 models in that army. But yeah, I, I think, um, I, I know you're right, um, but I'm, I'm one of those players who <clears throat> I, I just didn't read any of the emails I, until I even got at the event and the, the TO was sending there, hey, you need to get in the app. Oh, right. I should do that. <laughs> so it sounds like collectors won this one then, right? Yeah. yeah as opposed to, as opposed yeah. to, uh, which eccentric I mean, list G- building. If GW is trying to promote one thing, one aspect of this hobby over any other, it's the collection mindset. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is, this is a hobbyist tournament. Obviously. Yeah. So I do, I do want to ask, and I don't know if you guys went through it. How were mm-hmm. they scoring at the tournament? Oh. Raw scores, raw scores. Awesome. Yep. How did how did that work out for you guys? I feel like that's something I'd love to see in the AOS community a little bit more. I don't like even just, know what it means, honestly. Uh, just knowing no every single point that comes in, um, you know, and the points cap for the mission, if I remember correctly, for oh, 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 none of that, like five hundred and thirty-six million points to yeah. two, right? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Yes, they were just using the built-in points. Yep. Yeah. That's, it. That's all it takes. It doesn't need all that other stuff. I don't know mm. why we still do that. But I don't know as well, and I'm trying to make changes. It's probably just on a my holdover. Yeah. It's so if you have a small tournament where it's you know uh, 32 players, you get a lot of people that score similar. And so with this many players and this many games, uh, chances are that you're not going to have the exact same score for every single player. Um, But for uh, for someone who, say, two players in third and fourth place each got the same exact score, they're both in third. And so that's what those 500 systems are meant to break um, because it's not just your score. It's not just your score, but it's your opponent's score factored in as well. Whereas for this, it's just your score that's factored in, Mm -hmm. which is nice because um, it means it doesn't really matter what your opponent scores. You aren't trying to deny your opponent scoring. You're just focusing on your own. But in a 500 system, you actually have to deny your opponent as much as you're uh, winning your own. And that's more stressful, in my opinion. You you have to put a lot more thought into it. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I, do I also think see- it changes the way the game plays, and I don't necessarily agree with packs changing the way the game plays. So, you know, yep. whatever. It's a tough. It's a t- like we've been using the uh, points differential system from Worlds pretty much exclusively here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where. Your score is from zero to twenty based on, and it's yeah. you know, mutually exclusive, the so 20, it's always yeah. seventeen yeah. three or it's a you know, fifteen five, and it's based on pure points differential. So playing all five turns and scraping for every single point and denying your opponents as many points as possible is yeah. the is the is the strategy. Yeah, and that's that's what Matt likes to use for Sparkle Party when we run Sparkle Party. Yeah, but you know, I just let other people decide that stuff. I don't think. No, about sure. That. <laughs> well, and uh, I and Matt Matt has had some interesting discussions about these type of things in the past because if you do it purely on that and not factor in like win loss ratio and that kind of stuff, um, you can end up with weird things where like you want to get paired into somebody who you're going to crush, mm-hmm. you know, and that in a like that at like you know, maybe uh, at like LVO or at Worlds or at some of these big tournaments, whatever. We're all here to because we all know how to play the game. You know, like mm-hmm. we're here for big competitiveness. But out of like a small tournament, you don't want to encourage punching crushing. down. Yeah, yeah. The crushing yeah. of the souls. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's interesting seeing that that was used there um, because there are so many different scoring metrics that everybody mm-hmm. goes by, at least around the area here. So uh, I just found that interesting. Awesome. I think it's, it's a pretty fascinating thing, honestly, Matt, just just to say that if you are into some of those sort of like, you know, conditional, you know, uh, you know, circumstances, maybe it's bad. Like you don't want to have the punch it down, but sometimes it can meet you have a refreshing battlefield to go into if a certain event is running a specific type of scoring system. It almost adds a neat twist to the game, which kind of adds that strategic fun kind of consideration of the list building and the preparation. But I definitely see both sides of the story there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just I just love that it was Charles that broke it down and I think it's been at least two tournaments where him and I have talked about it and he's been like, why don't we just do the regular points? I, I prefer the regular points, 100%. I understand why they use the other points, but I don't like doing math. Yeah, see, no, I get it. See, Which is valid at, in its own terms. <laughs> look at this guy being good at his <laughs> arguments. So well, so well formulated arguments. There uh, that's my sides. biggest, that's my big complaint about Big Wah. <laughs> right <laughs> counting feels so anti-orc well it's yeah. hard it's just hard math is hard yeah i always look for my opponent to tell me what i need to roll in battle shock because i'm still always like i think it's this i, yeah. I don't know <laughs> i lost one trog and i still can't do the math you know there you go I'm still there calling it leadership half the time. So there we go. <laughs> That's true. People really bravery. Love Has it ever been bravery? I don't know if it's bravery. Is it bravery? Yes, it is bravery. Okay. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Who actually reads the war scrolls? Huh? Uh, That's what we have Charles for. That's what yeah, we have not Charles me. for. Well, Charles I don't like reading either. The- Charles uses nothing but 40k terminology when he plays. So. My armor penetration <laughs> is a three. <laughs> <laughs> my, my overwatch and my squad. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to deep strike these guys. 
<laughs> I, I conflate those two sometimes. I'm, I'm sure it's confidence inspiring for my opponents. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> funny because I'm feeling completely called out on this as well. I don't think I I don't think I actually remember the name of the rule that I call Overwatch. Stand yeah. and shoot. Unleash hell. Yeah, see? hell. That's right. I just yeah. always call it Overwatch. Uh, yeah. I mean it's the same thing, so there's no reason you can't. I think everybody who plays the game understands what they both mean. Yeah, but. yeah. Especially at this point, because we can't figure out how to separate the two <laughs> sets of terms. <laughs> um, well, sounds good. I feel like we've come to a nice place. How do you really guys feel? Have. Sounds, yeah. I yeah. Don't feel Comfy. Okay. Yeah, so, it's, it's nice. Um well, yeah. So thank you, Ricky and Charles, uh, for coming on the podcast and telling us all about and congratulations to you both in your own different ways, Ricky on your golden ticket and Charles for winning more than you lost. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I did look, I did go through, <laughs> uh, I did go through the, uh, Ooh, miles. Um, standings Ooh, hot. and it was an absolute bloodbath of people we know. So, um, so you've, <laughs> So I think your point of, uh, well, all the people that I know, I place better than most of them. That seems like a great, that's a great metric right there. So, so yeah. go with that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll second, you know, great to hear their respective journeys. Congrats all around. And the insights you both provide are really kind of fun to take into, uh, into consideration and to think about the future here and this weird new GHB realm we're entering into. You know what yeah. the future is? No Bellacor. No Bellacor. Drop no Bellacor, Charles. Drop his van. <laughs> Drop Bellacor. He always <laughs> dies first. Keep in mind, yes. keep in mind that yep, I look, will not bring this list against Matt because he just complains the entire time. There we go. Against me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's only look, because you you have three Overwatches. That's if, fair. If Bellacor yeah. dies yeah. first, then how is he supposed <laughs> Excuse to? Excuse me, it's not Bellacor. Bellacor yeah. always <laughs> dies in the first or second turn, good sir. I only need him once. I, I use him for his ability. And he never works. I didn't realize before this moment that our own Matt Davidson was an anti-Bellicorite. Perhaps a, I'm so not an anti-Bellicorite. <laughs> it's the same as, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the little prince dude with his sword and his shield. Um, uh, Sigvald? Yeah, Sigvald. What does Sigvald do? He comes in, he dies every time. And he looks great. His yeah. numbers up. We he, know his. He does it in the cut chaps, his chin. So what's, you know, like, what That's do you true. want? We know what he's here to do. We're gonna kill him. He gone. Points wasted. Man, Charles, <laughs> I think he's like slapping you with a glove right now. I think. I, yeah, I don't. I'm just gonna bring Sigvald and Bellacor and yeah, just all, all Sigvard. Those two versus entire spiders. It's I, I Sigvald and Bellacor. I have an extra Sigvald. <laughs> Next time we play, you can use my Sigvald with your Sigvald. And then let's see if we can source other Sigvalds. And there then you can have a oh, beat man, down. I used to have this... two, actually. I just got rid of one. <laughs> I have one of the old ones painted. You could just... Ooh, this, there you go. Well, I have this is the equivalent of your mom saying, why can't you guys both be Spider-Man? <laughs> I mean, I clearly am because really <laughs> I have all the spiders. So I'm just saying. Well, things have come full circle. There we go. Uh, we can all be Sigvald or Spider. We can, we'll all We're be all Sigvald at heart. There we go. <laughs> at some point in our day, we walk around with our ass out. So you know, yeah. each and every yeah. one of us. 
So, so, so remember, guys, always strike last and, and fabulous. Um, definitely uh, take a moment to like and subscribe to any sort there we of go, yeah. listening do to this. Do all the song. things. Yeah, do all the things, please. Do like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I get the last word. <laughs> <laughs>